welcome back to the baked beans podcast today i thought it'd be fun if we do an episode on love sex and relationships and because i'm low-key like an alien and i like know absolutely nothing about all of this stuff and i find it actively weird like the normal social convention i thought it'd be fun to ask Catherine some questions about this hello <laughs> just say you're a virgin and go <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That is true. Okay. Okay. And before we start, Catherine actually has an anecdote to share that she told me about this morning and she was like, no, 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 save it for the podcast. So mm. now it's time. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, basically a few days ago, like, okay, it was yesterday. I was walking to the train station, right? Yeah. And then just out of nowhere, I hear like a ni hao, like, like someone was like, hello. And I was like, oh, yes, like, how can I help you? And it was yeah. like a Chinese grandma, right? Yeah. And then she, I don't know, the, from the moment I turned around, she started looking at me weirdly, right? Yeah. She was, like, looking at me up and down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird for, like, you know, that's not a very grandmotherly gaze, you know? Yeah. And I was like, what's the point of this? Okay. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, can you take the train from here to Burwood? Mm-hmm. And I was like, You were at oh. the train station? Yeah, I was okay. at the train station. And then I was like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But you have to change trains and stuff. And she was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then she started asking me a bunch of other questions. She was like, oh, do you live here? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, pretty close. And yeah. then she was like, oh, um, are you an undergraduate student or doing your master's? Oh. And I was like, oh, uh, haha. I'm, I lied in that moment because I okay. sensed that something was off. So I was like, I don't want to tell her a lot because it's already yeah. getting a bit weird. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm 20. Oh, no, no, I was like, I was like, I'm in first year uni. Yeah. And then she went like, oh, how old are you? Yeah. 18? Yeah. And I was like, mm, haha, no. And she was like, oh, 17? Yeah. 16? Yeah. 15? Like, she kept going. Oh. And I was like, because I was like, originally I was just like not going to answer. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she kept pressing. So I was like, oh, like 20, right? Yeah. And she was like, oh. And then she was like, oh, what about her parents? What do your parents do? Yeah. And I was like, blah, 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 dad's an accountant, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then, and then she was like, oh, um, have they bought your brother, oh, do you have any siblings? And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, one brother. And they were like, have they bought your brother a house yet? Oh. A weird question, right? I was yeah. like, that is so out of the blue. I was like, oh no. Yeah. And then she was like, um, uh, when did they come here? And I was like, oh, you know, just immigrated here like 20, 30 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And then basically after that, all those questions, it abruptly ended. And yeah. she was just like, okay. And I was like, what? She, she wasn't trying to sell you anything? No. I don't know. She wasn't. Dude, I thought for sure she was trying to like, like scam you like, right. to one of those like Christian cult groups or something. Right? Yeah. But it was so abrupt, the ending. And then I was just like, oh, you okay to get to bow? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah, so then I thought about it. Yeah. And I could see that she is, she was one of those Asian grandmas who's trying to find like a partner for their probably super, like, super bummy, like, bitchless grandson. You know what I mean? Have you seen? It's like a cultural thing, right? In China. I don't know about that. Oh, okay. So in China, there's like a huge, like, wave of like, grandparents that just like they bring these like flyers with their grandsons or granddaughters stats for like a resume yeah 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 literally on a sheet of paper and they lay it on the floor and there's a group of them and they like wander over to look at each other's papers and like "Mm, 
Only 165? Wait, well, what about the actual children? Like, the actual... They're not like... there. Okay, but do they know that this is happening? They probably do, but, like, what are they going to do about it? Or, like... So, like, they're not consenting to their grandparents doing I mean, I don't... I'm back. sure each case is different, right? But right. it's so common that I'm sure a lot of them are just, like, whatever, right? Right. Right? Right. Yeah, so I was, like, wow. I was thinking about it, and, like... Yeah. Back to the grandma's, like, questions. Yeah. And the first clue that she was asking me about... Like whether or not I was like a potential partner for her grandson was right. because she asked me firstly like what my age was, right. and when I said twenty, she was like, "Oh, quite young." She yeah. was like, "Oh, too too small, right?" Yeah. And then, and then she started asking about my family's financial situation, right? To see how much like melt wealth they would be like marrying into, right? Yeah. Because she was like, "Have they bought a house with your brother?" Yeah. And if you live here, because yeah. like that's how looks pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, and I was just like. I felt kind of violated, yeah. right? Because I was like, bro, get out of my business. Yeah. And, like, the first reaction I had was, like, ew, like, your grandson is so bitchless, he can't even find any girls on his own. Like, he has to, his grandma. Yeah, I thought it was him. so pathetic, right? Yeah. But then I was like, wait, like, in Asian cultures, it's so common to have your family so in, very involved in, like, matchmaking. Right. Because, like, a lot of the time, marriages are just, like, set up by the parents. Yeah. Like, the kids don't have any say in it also. You can see it in cultures like India. Or, like, or like they do have some say, like, depending on which country, right? Yeah. But it's, like, a lot of the time, if the parents think it's a good match, some children will be, like, oh, like, you know, I'll leave this decision to you because you have better judgment right. since you're older and have more life experience. Right? But then in the West, it's very, like, very strange. It's very, like big toddler energy to have your parents being like yeah oh are you good for my daughter today you know it's like yeah. very we would be like oh incest like it's very freudian right yeah if the mom is too like oh you're not good enough for my son but i think it's a, it really boils down to like the different definitions of like marriage in these cultures right right like for those cultures where the parents are very involved like you said marriage is obviously very like it's more a financial almost like a business decision rather than something personal or like right. emotional right because like right. sometimes like the children it's like like i've heard in chinese culture sometimes like when they first meet the potential partners like the parents are there yeah like and it's yeah. like the date with like the parents right yeah so it's like more for the family to like get together and share the finances mm. and the children just like a prop to do that right. rather than the children finding like a partner to like who they emotionally connect with mm. to spend the rest of their life with. I feel like that's not really a thing in, like, those sort of views on marriages. Mm. Yeah, that's true, because... Yeah. That's true, because I guess in, like, like Chinese culture especially, like... Yeah. It's, like... I don't know. There is, like, that huge material focus. Yeah. In marriage. But I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. Yeah. I guess neither way of looking at it is better or worse than the other. Because in the West, there's, like, too much pressure put on, like, finding the perfect... The one, right? Right. It's supposed to be, like, this, like, insane, like, romantic spark. Like, from a young age, we're taught, like, you know, from, like, those rom-coms and whatever. Like, there's your soulmate or whatever. Yeah. And you're supposed to, like always get along with this person it's supposed to be like your best friend in the world yeah and your life is like revolved around your emotional connection with this person right yeah but i feel like if you 
for Asian cultures, it's more like there's a larger focus on the family overall. Right. Like, including the kids. Like, a lot of the time, your kids will be, like, a huge priority in your marriage. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like in Western cultures, it does sometimes leave room for, like, parental neglect. Mm. If they're, like, too focused on each other. Or if they're too busy chasing, like, the perfect ideal marriage. Yeah. So that's why, like, divorce may be more common. Right. I think... Well, I actually, like, I can't say much about, like, the Chinese culture of things. Because I have no experience with that. And very Mm. minimal, like, external sort of, like, perspective either. Yeah. Because I haven't even heard of very many experiences like that. Yeah. But for the Western culture thing, like, I do agree that there's, like too much focus on like finding the one as in a one romantic partner who's Mm. gonna satisfy all your needs who you'll be with like 24 7 right Mm. and then so it puts like every other relationship on a lower level like Mm. friends and like siblings whatever whatever on like so much of a lower level yeah that it puts too much like emotional strain Mm. on that one romantic person yeah and it's like no one in the world can like completely satisfy another person's need like one person yeah right and like i was actually talking to louisa the other day i was like why do people get jealous in relationships right Mm -hmm. because it's not like you're jealous when your friend hangs out with another friend you're like okay like they have other friends that doesn't mean they care about me less they just have other friends like full stop right and then we'd like talked about it back and forth and then i realized the reason why we don't get jealous when friends hang out with other friends is because we have other friends too like we don't depend solely on that one friend for all of our like like social needs right so then like and you definitely do get experiences of like friends being jealous that their friend is hanging out with other people right but that's usually in the case of like there's two best friends who are like best friends with each other and then one always gets jealous that the other one is branching out and meeting more people which is very similar to the relationship thing so i think jealousy stems more from a fact of like having that one singular one person there for you rather than like a group of people yeah yeah do you think then that polyamorous relationships would solve that problem i i don't know Mm. i think to some extent it will but i feel like it doesn't mesh well with today's culture of like dating and relationships right so if the shift did happen it'd have to happen slowly yeah because i feel like right now like most people still depend on their partner for like most of the romantic needs like obviously because most people are monogamous relationships Mm. i feel like that change first of all is never gonna happen in like the next couple of decades Mm. and also i feel like like you said it'll have to be very slow yeah yeah so interesting but what do you feel about polyamorous relationships like would you be in one after being in like a few monogamous relationships no 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 because as you said right like right now the culture is like it's always been monogamy well it has been for like a long time now yeah and because like our generation and like people around our age have all been raised with like those ideas Mm. like people in polyamorous relationships still have that instilled into them right so 
in all of these relationships unknowingly there's always going to be like a fa- like favoritism right and then i feel like favoritism leads to jealousy mm. because like if you're supposed to be like i don't know like it's like if you see someone who's like in the same position as you yeah like they're also someone else's partner right but they're being treated differently obviously i feel like naturally you're gonna feel jealous right but what if there's like an agreement like let's say you have like one primary partner right Mm. but then you have many like sub like extra partners wait so like having like mistresses right isn't that like concubines in china but that was like pure i feel like that was purely like physical wasn't it did they like were they dating the concubine as well yeah but i okay but then for the concubines yeah they didn't have any choice right. they weren't like on the same level as the emperor right? Right, right, right they didn't agree to do this like if they could be like the empress i feel like they all would say yes right. but then it's like it's like for example having best friends and like acquaintances and yeah. like friends with capital f's and friends with lowercase f's it's like it's not like you explicitly need to have that conversation or maybe you do but there's like an understanding that like you, you don't have to be, like, super-duper close with everyone you're friends with. Like, you have different tiers of friendship as well. Mm. And then I feel like that potentially could also translate in romantic. Wait, but then what would separate friends from the romantic partners? I don't know. See, that's what I don't get either. <laughs> I, just, I kind of low-key really just don't get what romantic love is My. as compared to, like, platonic love. Yeah. Like, is the difference literally just sex? Right. Is that? Honestly, I feel like if our entire culture shifted to the point where we stopped needing to find, like, a husband or a wife, mm-hmm. like, like, that one person, then, then, like, yes it would be possible to reach the point where everyone like we were all friends equally wait we were all friends we could have wait no then our romantic wait let me restart that (laughs) okay okay if our entire culture shifted Mm -hmm. to the point where we put we didn't have that expectation of finding like a soulmate anymore right yeah then i think potentially we could just have friends and then friends that we sometimes had sex with yeah and then that would just be like it like that would be yeah because yeah do you love your friends yeah 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 and i feel like i don't know i feel like people say platonic love and romantic love is different right yeah but i feel like the premise is the same like you at its core it's like the passion you feel towards that person right it's like you would want to protect them yeah like you you have like these like positive urges towards that person Mm. like you want to help them but i think that also is different in romantic relationships because i feel like in romantic relationships there are different like expectations and boundaries like for example if you're cold right the guy is always expected to offer up his jacket right or like yeah like right but i would offer you my jacket right true 
right? And like, I, guess, yeah. I have guy friends that would offer me their jacket. Like, right. just as friends. There's no romantic implications attached to that. Right. Right. Because but don't you think there are more, like, jacket thing aside, there are more expectations in romantic relationships? Yes. Yeah. I do agree. But I feel like in friendships, a lot of the time, we actually hold ourselves back because mm. there's like such a we all know what the expectation for normal ro- romantic relationships is right? right like we've all seen like like we've all been exposed to like those memes and stuff like yeah oh my god when Bay does this blah blah blah, blah yeah, yeah, right yeah. so we i think a lot of the time for like especially for like opposite gender friends yeah then we would like hold ourselves back right. from offering the same things yeah yeah, I think also, like, maybe now we don't do these things to each other, like, very commonly. Oh, actually, side yeah. note, the other day I was talking to, I think it was Steph, right? Yeah. And uh, she was saying, like, um, maybe people would stop sleeping around casually so mm. much if platonic touching was normalized. Mm, yeah, 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 And yeah. I was like, wow, that is very true, because, like, she is like one of those friends that I would just like spoon with, right? Yeah. And like, I don't know, there's nothing like romantic or sexual about that. Yeah. But I feel like because I have such a fulfilling friendships on like every level, yeah. then I don't feel the need to hop into like a random relationship anymore. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of the time what people are looking for is just purely human connection. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And going back to the, f- if relationships could be just friends sleeping with each other, right? yeah. Like, like I've had friends with benefits before, and I feel like they. But they were you never... really friends with them, or were you just like having sex with them and not dating them? Mm. Like, would you say like they like if you didn't have sex with them, yeah. would you be friends with them? Would you hang out with them? Like, were you? Did you have like? And a platonic emotional connection to them. Mm. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't really hang out with men, but... <laughs> I think one of them I kind of did, right? Like, we right. would talk, like, normally. Like, right. And it was, like, pretty chill. But I think the main thing that... I don't know, made the relationship, like, not that enjoyable mm-hmm. was because of, like... I don't know, external pressures, I feel like, that I uh-huh. internalized. Like, I don't know, the, the, I don't know how to phrase it. It's like the, the understanding of what motivates people to get into like FWBs and stuff, right? Like you were too self-aware almost. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Like, you were analysing yourself too much and being like, oh, the reason for this is yeah, be- yeah, just yeah. because I want, like, like, touch or, like, validation yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, right. but, okay, but I think that was a good thing because I knew also, like, also internally it was, like, a lot of my fault that it wasn't enjoyable for myself, right? Yeah. Because I knew that the reason I was getting into these things was because, you know, I enjoyed the... Or, like, I almost, like, I craved the male validation, right? Right. Yeah. Mm. So it was for, like, a bad 
Yeah. Like not healthy. Right. Not healthy reason. Yeah. Then do you think there could be a healthy reason? For FWBs? Yeah. Because I have never, ever, ever encountered any situation where it's ended well. Yeah. Like hypothetically, it could. Yeah. Like, yes, it could. Like if both parties were like, yeah, no feelings involved, blah, 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 blah. We're doing this just for sex, just because we like the feeling. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. they're sexually compatible, blah, blah, blah. Like hypothetically, it works. Yeah. I've never heard of any situation where that has actually happened though. Yeah. So like, is it even possible? <sighs> or is there like some emotional component to sex that mm. must be accompanied by like a romantic sort of relationship? Actually, yes. I was just reading about this the other day. Okay. Okay, so for women, we release oxytocin when we, like, come yeah. during sex. Yeah. And that's the bonding hormone, right? Right. That the bonding chemical, right? Yeah. So that means, like, if we do have sex, we get attached to them emotionally. Right. Like, some, not, not saying all the time. It depends, right, obviously. Yeah. But there's, like, the chance that we will get attached to them. Right. And I feel like... It's that bond that makes us crave the rom- romantic connection or like right. makes us think of them romantically. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How would you define romance? I don't know. See, that when you said that, I started thinking about that as well. And like, I don't understand. I don't really get it either. Yeah. Because I feel like my understanding comes purely from like movies and shit. Yeah. And like, obviously, they're not realistic. Yeah. Right. But it's like when I like, like back in high school when I had all those like meaningless crushes, right? Yeah. It was like, I was putting us in a movie scenario and like almost like deluding myself into liking them. I was like, oh my gosh, like, like we met by a, like a friend and now we're hanging out, blah, blah, blah. That's so like rom-com vibes (gasps) or like. We met on a train, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So rom-com vibes. Oh, do you like think that. it was, like, your early exposure to, like, rom-coms and stuff that made you, like, think that it would be, like, meaningful to you? Like, Maybe. that type of connection. Yeah. Because otherwise you wouldn't have ever known, like, like, that. Like, you never would have connected, like, meeting on the train to, like, romance, right? Yeah. Because you're literally just on public transport. Yeah. Like, what's so meaningful about that? But here's the thing, right? Yeah. Like... I, from a very young age, was actually quite, like, a romantic, I guess, person. Mm. Like, I would start thinking about this stuff when I was really young. Like, I remember it was back in New Zealand, so I must have been, like, year two. Wow. What is that? Like, six, five. Yeah. Something like that. Like, I would, like, imagine scenarios in my head before going to bed. When did you start reading Shoujo's or anything? But I not back then. Yeah, true. I eight, bro. Yeah, I was like literally eight. Like maybe I watched like cartoons with that yeah. sort of stuff, but I didn't actively seek out those sort of shows. But I think as a person back then, I was just quite like romantically inclined. Wait, I also had a crush on someone, but in preschool. Yeah. Yeah, but what if that's like? What if it's seeing our parents? My parents did not display affection at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what if that made us crave it even more? Mm. Like, we sensed that something was off about their relationship. So we tried to find, like, the ideal one. Right. So maybe we thought, like, 
oh, like maybe if I fix what was wrong with them yeah. and my, with myself, yeah, then like I would be so much happier. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like maybe that's reading too much into it, but subconsciously it could be that. Yeah. Yeah. What are your uh-huh. thoughts? I do kind of see that. I also, I also think from a young age. Once again, it might have stemmed from like parents as well. Like I needed that one person to be there for me. But because I couldn't get it from like either parents, yeah. the only other type of like love that was displayed like that was romantic love. Mm. Once again, this is very high level thinking for like literally a six year old, so maybe not. But I think it's not high level thinking though. I think it's really, for a six year old. No, I think it's really simple. It's your base needs, right? You needed love, but you didn't get it from your parents. Mm. So you look for other places where you could get it, right? Mm. But it's just you only say it's high level because we're breaking it down in such like complicated terms, right? Right. But like if if we just say it simply, it's just you needed love as a child, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like trying to remember what like motivated me or what it felt like back then, but I can't remember. Do you ever think it could be just like plain biological urges though? It could have been, but I think I had a very late sexual awakening. Like, I didn't masturbate until I was in year 12. Because I, like, never felt the urge to, and I didn't really, like, know how. Right, but, like... And then to this day, I've never felt sexual attraction to another human being. And I don't know if that's just because I never will, or it's just because... Once again, late sexual blooming, it might come later. I don't know. Right. So I don't know, like, maybe biological... I don't think it was physiological in any way. Mm. Maybe biological, like emotionally. Mm. But I don't know. But it's very interesting because I was up that way, like constantly romanticizing other people and situations until like, like year 12 or like first year uni or something. Mm. And then all of that immediately stopped. Why? When? I think like, after being in my like high school relationship dude i literally was like was it you how i was talking to her i was like i didn't know you were meant to like the other person yeah or like i didn't even meant to know it i didn't know that you were meant to be attracted to the other person bro i did not know that that's like i thought yeah like it doesn't matter who the person was as long as they were your boyfriend and had that title wow you would like them that was what my understanding of a relationship was until i got in one and then I was constantly waiting for that feeling. I was like, oh, it's still early days. It's still early days. Maybe in th- when we hit a week, a month, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then it never came. And then I was like, okay, it's never going to come. That is so interesting. It's just like the wrong person. And so you then you, being the, the actual person matters. Even if they're like held the boyfriend title. Mm. It doesn't matter. That's so interesting. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy to me that other people just knew about that. Yeah. Like you knew that. Yeah, but that's like because I feel like I saw in like all the shoujo mangas and stuff like right, you know, like your heart would your heartbeat would get faster, like I don't know. I feel like I in like I don't know sugar tower and stuff. I mm. read like you had to feel something about that person before getting into a relationship. Didn't you ever like? I did, but like I always thought that was fake. I don't. Oh. Does your heart actually beat faster? Yeah. Bro. And I, like, you, like, lose your appetite. You, like, what you're do you very, mean? like, you get nervous. Like, you get Do anxious. you feel butterflies? 
Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Bro. Yeah, and your cheeks like flush a lot. But that was, I don't know. That was definitely more so when I was young. I never felt like that. I've never felt my heart beat faster oh. because of another human being before. So oh. that's why I was like, yeah, all of that stuff is fake. Like, you know, all it's just fake. I didn't know it was like real. Wow. Because I think definitely, well, obviously movies exaggerate. It's not like, oh, the first moment you lock eyes, you know they're <laughs> going to be the one. Like, that's fake, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So but there is like instant attraction sometimes. You're like, wow, so good looking. See, that actually leads on to my first question that I wrote. Okay. What does sexual attraction feel like? Mm. Or like, how do you know you're attracted to someone? Hmm. I'll give you some context to this question oh, whilst okay. you think, right? Okay. It's because me, for me, I never felt that initial attraction to people. I feel like that's why I always had to base it on like those movie scenarios. That's why oh. I always had to like romanticize them and like, you know, like make yeah. it up in my head, right? Yeah. Because I never felt that initial attraction. So I was like, oh, in the movies, it says it's cute if we met in this situation, this scenario, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then that's what I based all of my like high school crushes on. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. It doesn't make sense though. Yeah. Okay. Sexual attraction is like... Hmm. It's a feeling, right? Like physically or emotionally? I think... Hmm, I think it's a bit of both. Mm. Right? So there's physical symptoms. Like, it's like what I said, right? Like, like your heartbeats. Heartbeats faster. Your face blushes. Okay. And like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel kind of silly. I don't know if that's just me, right? Right. But suddenly I feel like, like suddenly like a little bit clumsier. And like, cause like part of my brain is like being taken up by thoughts of them. Right. right? And then in your brain, what's happening is like, you focus on them a lot. Yeah. So like, for me, I focus on like, like their appearance, like different body parts and like, I don't know, like what they smell like. Right. Or like how their voice sounds, right? Right. It's like them as a whole, but like I'll be fixating so hard. I take in like different parts that I like. Yeah. Right. And I feel like in general, like overall, it's like just a feeling that you like this person. Like, you in, you like how they stimulate stimulate your senses. What? Does that make sense? Like, it's like smell. I think for me, smell is actually a huge thing in physical attraction. Okay. Like, they smell good. Yeah, they smell good. But is it like, is it like, oh, they're using the perfume or cologne that you like? Or is it like... I don't know. Sometimes you genuinely like someone else's, like body scent mixed in let me smell you right now Ooh. dude i can't smell any body scent wait oh i guess a little bit mm. dude i've never noticed that that's so subtle i could only smell it when i literally got up in your face yeah but then i don't know like i think if you're sexually attracted to someone 
Like it a pheromones? Yeah. It would be I more swear obvious. humans don't have pheromone receptors. I swear scientifically they devolved away. Uh, nah, bro. I swear, I swear we do. There's just Holy a sense. Shit. Like, I remember some of my ex-boyfriends, right? Yeah. You know how when you go into someone's house? Yeah. They have this, like their smell, but in their whole house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. what it will smell like. But it smells right. really good. Right. Right. Oh, so smell. Okay. And also, like, the other senses as well, right? Like, sound, like, if you like their voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're constantly just, like, noticing them, and they're just, like, there, like, in the back of your mind. So, when you like this stuff, and when you notice this stuff, is it like you imagine it in a sexual situation, or not at all? Like, how do you know it's sexual attraction, then? (laughs) Versus, like, oh, you just like the way they smell. Or you like the way they sound. Because I, like, walk by people all the time and I'm like, oh, I love the way they smell. Yeah. Or, like, I hear someone's voice. I'm like, oh, my gosh, their voice sounds so nice. Yeah. But I know it's not sexual attraction. I think I will connect it to, like, sexual acts. Right. Like, unknowingly. Right. Or, like, knowingly. It right. just happens. Like, sometimes my mind will wonder. Yeah. And I'll be like... Like, you'll be like, ooh, I wonder what they look like during sex. Mm. Yeah, right. 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 Or you're like, oh, I want to sniff them more. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is so creepy. <laughs> right? But it's like... That makes sense. I think, like, subconsciously, you feel like you would enjoy it if you had sex with them. If you mated with them, you <laughs> would enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Mm. And so that I think that's, like, the purely physical attraction part. Okay. And then your thing was, like, only emotional attraction right or like what you thought it was like you trying to form an emotional bond yeah yeah right yeah like trying to imagine like what they would be like in like how they would act and stuff right yeah 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 so i think that's like the emotional bit interesting Mm. i was talking to cindy the other day Mm about how I don't feel any sexual attraction. And she was like, oh, she didn't either to anyone until she had sex for the first time. Was that the same for you? I don't know. I've had wet dreams before. Mm. Like before I had sex. Yeah. Was it like you, someone was having sex with you or like you were in that dream? Yeah, I was in the dream. I've had wet dreams as well, except I was not me. I was like, like a man. I was like an old man. What? Yeah. But it was like, it was low-key scary because it was in like an orgy situation. Oh, ew. And I was like in the middle of it. Oh. And it was kind of like a, I don't know. It seemed very ominous to me. Why? Yeah. So I don't know if that counts as a wet dream because I was not turned on. No, I don't think that counts, bro. <laughs> that was a nightmare. <laughs> Literally. That's so interesting. Maybe that's like your fears coming up. Dude, maybe. So you've had wet dreams of before. Mm. When you think about sex, are you disgusted? Like you've watched porn before, right? Yeah. I think when I'm not horny and I watch porn, I'm always, always disgusted. Okay, me too though. Yeah. But I think that's, it is kind of disgusting. Yeah, it is disgusting, yeah. right? Like we all agree, like you, you're putting like, your two parts where you pee out of yeah. together. We seem like animals. Yeah. Right, but then when you're horny, you're like, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Wait, you jack off though? I do, yes. 
do you ever see like a hot like porn actor actor actress and you're like attracted to them no mm. then why do you use porn to jack off i feel like it's because i can't jack off on my own i don't know what about porn gets me off right but then the thing is you can't jack off on your own because you've never had sex before right so it's not you couldn't imagine it even if you tried right yeah maybe that's why you need porn right because mm. you don't have the first hand memory yeah so you did feel sexual attraction before you had sex for the first time yeah i did but was it to a particular person or was it to just nothing yeah it was to my boyfriend at the time right yeah mm. and that was the first time i felt like sexual, sexual attraction. attraction which was my first boyfriend yeah well not my first boyfriend like the boyfriend i lost my virginity to right yeah mm. and it was very obvious i don't know like I don't know, just wanted to be like touching him all the time. Right. It was very strange. It was like a pool. Mm. Yeah. That is very interesting. Yeah. And then before that then, when you felt sexual attraction. Okay, before then, I don't know. I didn't feel sexual attraction to people. Yeah. I think. I think that's where I'm at. Like the ideal. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at right now. Right. Like I don't feel sexual attraction to people, but I feel it in general. I think it's like a obviously like a biological physiological yeah. effect right like because right. i'm a human yeah. and my body's like have sex have sex have mate, sex mate, mate, mate. yeah especially before actually before your period right? only exclusively before my oh my period god do i get horny wait me too yeah and i'm like horny for like that period of like two three four days whatever right. no, no no but when you're horny like how do you know you're horny like what are the thoughts in your brain because mm. mine is like I see a mildly attractive person, I'm like, oh, it would be great to have sex with them. Like, it would feel good. Right. Like, that's my brain. I think for me, it's not people, it's sexual scenarios. Wow. Like, for example, like, like, oh, two people are alone in like a little secluded spot that's like kind of in public. I'm like, mm, that kind of gets me on. Do you see yourself as sexually attractive? Do I see myself as sexually attractive? Yeah. Am like, I sexually attracted to myself? Like, do you think you are sexually attractive in general? Mm, I definitely think I'm obviously not the hottest person in the world, mm. but I do think that I am sexually attractive. Mm, okay. Because my train of thought was like, if you're repulsed by yourself, right? Then what if you like, you can you're never able to insert yourself into these scenarios because you think someone could never be sexually attracted to you. But right. like, yeah, I mean, like, now that you've said that, I guess it's not. I don't know. It could maybe be that. But the thing is, like, people have told me they're sexually attracted to me. And my response was. Oh, but gross. you, you weren't sexually. No, okay. What if you were just never sexually, you haven't found a person you've been sexually attracted to yet? Yeah. That's definitely the case. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. As in, cause, Okay. Yeah. Like, I understand asexuality is a thing, right? Yeah. But I think for me, mm. until I've, like, met all different types of people and at least have tried to have sex with them, yeah. there's no... I don't think I can rule out that I'm not a sexual person. Right. It's like... It's like a little kid being like, oh, I hate broccoli. It's like, you haven't fucking tried broccoli yet. You don't know if you hate broccoli. <laughs> tried it in all its forms. Yeah. yeah. Like, tried boiled broccoli, raw broccoli, cooked broccoli, roasted broccoli, broccoli chips. Right. Only until you tried all different forms of broccoli 
and you say, I don't like broccoli, I'll be like, okay, fair, you don't like broccoli. Right. And that's the same thing for me. I'm like, I feel like it's too early for me to write off. Right. Or sexual attraction for me. Right. Yeah, so maybe the point you're at right now is like you have not been in close proximity with anyone you're, you've, you're attracted to. Mm. Yeah. Right? Mm. Because... Yeah. And also, you don't interact with men normally, right? I don't. Like, not. So, yeah. I don't know. Could be could be the case, hey? Yeah, could be the case. But at the same time, I don't know if interacting with men is worth it. <laughs> <sighs> That's so true. But then I feel like, okay, I feel like recently my train of thought has been like, because mm-hmm. I went through my main man-hating phase, mm-hmm. and I'm still in it. Right. But it's like tapered down a little, right? So right. it's like, mm, I think that people are shitty. Like you will have a lot of shitty people. You will meet a lot of shitty people. Yeah. In general. Yeah. But it's just about filtering out the people and keeping your standards like rigid, so mm. that you only come in close contact with people you actually want to be around. Yeah. It's like friends, right? It's like, we were in high school, yeah. and we had like 150 people in our grade. Yeah. But we obviously didn't become close with everyone Okay, for but they weren't like extremely shitty people. We just didn't get along with them. They weren't like literally like... Like, like scum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't literally like disrespectful and yeah, like yeah. rude and mean yeah, and like yeah. no emotional empathy. Yeah, yeah. Like we just didn't get along with them because didn't have the same interests and have the same whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for men, I cannot say the same for them. They are like, honestly, I don't know if it's just like our luck because there are definitely good guys out there. Yeah. But I've never encountered one without Mm. it being someone's boyfriend. Like without them having encountered them first and then bringing them into my life. That's so true. But mm, I actually feel like I do meet some decent men. Okay. But then I'm not attracted to them. Oh my gosh, so you're the red flag. (laughs) Please. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I feel like it's just... The point is, like, there are decent men. Yeah. But for us to be attracted to them and for them to be decent, it's, like, it is hard to find. Right. That's fair. And maybe it's, like, the bad eggs just far outweigh, outshine the good ones. Yeah, like, like we'll the, remember them yeah, more. Yeah, the few bad ones are just talking so fucking loudly <laughs> that it, like, overpowers absolutely everyone else. And that's kind of true, though. Because, I mean, like, think about dating apps. Like, oh, yeah. what type of people go on dating apps? Man whores. Literally. Like, they got... They're not there to date. Yeah. You know, there's something... They got some insecurity or whatever issues, right? Yeah. And they're, like, on the dating apps to, like, you know, take it out on some poor, unsuspecting woman. Right. Right. That is so true. Right. And I feel like that's where we've met a lot of the dudes that we have met after high school. Because mm. I feel like in high school I was still like, oh, dudes are like alright. Yeah. Because like I feel like because like we were exposed to like a pretty wide range of people. Yeah. You no, know, it was like the whole other like sibling school. I think for me, okay, you know how back then you were like the physical physiological reaction, like your you your cheeks heat up, you feel silly, right? Yeah. I low key feel like that around all guys. But because I'm, like, intrinsically scared of them. 
because like I've had so many instances of like guys being together and forming that mob mentality and like picking on the one girl or like being rude to girls yeah that I'm like I don't know like I'm like scared of men like no I know what you mean yeah because they're so like I don't know, like, they're so mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. for lack of a better word. No, I understand that. Like, obviously it comes from their own insecurities or whatever, right? Yeah. But, like, you can even see it on, like, TikToks or something, or, like, literally just online in the comment section. Yeah. Men are always like, oh, that girl's, like, a two, blah, 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 or, like, like, they unnecessarily attack yeah, yeah, yeah. for no reason. yeah, yeah. That's so true. And it's like, yeah, it's stupid, it's immature, it's dumb, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's still mean. Yeah. Like, it can still strike a chord sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, TikTok comments, like, people who actually leave <laughs> comments on a stranger's post on social media. Yeah. You just know what type of Reddit neckbeard insult disgusting piece of shit they are right that is so true like the, when you take the effort out of your time and day to type a whole ass comment on a randoms tiktok comment like bro so have true. some opinions about your own fucking life all right like yeah get a fucking job get out of your bed get off tiktok <laughs> you know like it's so pathetic that is the most pathetic that but that's like what you were saying before right yeah like the bad eggs the most pathetic ones yeah. are like we see them yeah. so much yeah but because we actually don't come across that many men in our day-to-day -day lives mm. i feel like that's why we're in particular we're like men are so fucking disgusting or like yeah. all of them are disgusting yeah but we actually don't interact with that many men in general I'm not saying that men aren't bad because there are fucking shitty ones like yeah that out there like all the time yeah yeah but we need i feel like we need to get a more balanced view before we can just be like oh dating Not that's it. true that's true i mean i guess there are all like good guys as far as i know in my life like the people at work they're all fine yeah you're just not attracted to them <laughs> so you don't even see them as men oh my god wait that's so funny <laughs> They're just they're just your colleagues, but Holy they're not shit, men. But yeah. you, yeah, you're actually around like decent dudes all the time, but they're not men to you. Oh my gosh, yeah, right, yeah, they are actually really nice. <laughs> Wait, that's the root of the problem. <gasps> I saw this TikTok study. Oh no, this study. TikTok study. Oh my god, please, <laughs> this study on TikTok. Bad source, but we'll take what we can get. Right, okay. it was interesting. It was like. Um, men, when they see a woman that they don't find attractive, yeah, they'll find her annoying. Oh. Right? That's like the part of the brain that lights up or whatever, right? Yeah. But then, like when women see a man they don't find attractive, um, she just like they they don't even register in their mind yeah. as like a person. Oh. And <laughs> that's like that is for you right now. What do you mean they're people? <laughs> like they are people. They're just not like men potential yeah they're just like humans yeah, right? yeah, yeah. same as with, like everyone else yeah they're like humans yeah mm. yeah interesting that is very interesting i feel like there was a point i was gonna make before but i completely forgot about it 
let me okay we actually haven't even got into the questions yet what i thought you said you wasn't the first question yeah that we got we got it through one question oh my god let me see how much time we recorded okay so we're 47 <laughs> minutes in and we've only gone through one question so okay. let's begin on the prepared questions i prepared eight okay I think we've we've already gone through the first one, which was what does sexual attraction feel like? Okay, cool. Okay. Now we have seven more to go. <laughs> seven more to go. Also, side note, me and Lauren just went to a spoon carving workshop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so fun. It was it's, so nice. And now we have our giant ass serving spoons, but Lauren's <laughs> been holding it like a microphone the whole time. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid okay. to look at. Okay, well, you've been hitting it on your knee, and I know that's going to make sounds for me to have to edit out later on. Oh. So, what? Uh, Oh, we're gonna make you work a little fair. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Oh, we've actually gone through the second question, which is Did you feel sexual attraction before having sex for the first time? Oh, good, good, good. Good, good, good. We're making good time. Yeah. Okay, the third question What does it mean to love someone for who they truly are? Because ultimately, you always gain something from someone, right? Mm. Like, you can be like, Oh, I love them because they're really kind, but they're kind to you mm. like you can be like oh i love it because they're really funny or they're funny and they make you laugh and you're happy when you laugh like following that logic wouldn't that mean the truest form of love is like unrequited love like almost like like a stalker where the other person doesn't even know you at all mm. and you just love them from afar like parasocial relationships right like fans of celebrities right i actually don't agree with that definition okay or like that true love is like loving someone for who they are right it's like half true like yes you do like you need to okay so i feel like what that phrase addresses yeah is the common problem that some people have where it's like they like an idealized version of someone right, right? and then they like either can't accept or like when their flaws the other person's flaws are revealed to them they'll like dip immediately or be like right. oh like what is that right yeah. because they had this like image of them in their head so they couldn't love them for who they were right so i feel like that's what that phrase aims to you know kind of fix or target so right. it's not even like loving someone for who they are it's basically just saying don't idealize people in your head yeah or like that's my interpretation right yeah, yeah. and then i feel like okay for me truly loving someone yeah is like first of all like seeing who they are in their entirety like flaws right. and everything right and then being able to accept that like presence in your life right yeah like, like accept their flaws yeah yeah like knowing like that them being there is gonna impact your life or change it in some way right and you'll still be okay with it right or you'll enjoy it right yeah and then also I think it's being able to uh, I don't know just I, I feel like it's enjoying how they fit into your life like flaws and positives yeah yeah and also enjoying like fitting in their lives right you know what I mean yeah because like mm, yeah I don't know because a lot of the time like dating or like being together with someone is just existing in each other's lives right you do stuff together yeah 
like you a lot of the time it's like eating together yeah like you're just you're just there together like you're coexisting in the same space yeah 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 right i feel like so it's like loving someone is just finding someone you can tolerate (laughs) (laughs) i mean okay no that's too simplified (laughs) right i was okay wait wait, are we talking about romantic love or like i think yeah romantic romantic love. love right I mean, okay, kind of, honestly, right? Yeah. It's like being able to tolerate them on their, like, worst days. Because you know how, like, we always have, like, mood swings and stuff. Like, being able to tolerate them when they're like that. Mm. And, like, being able to have them around when you're having a bad day as well. Right. I feel like, okay, the main part is, like, just... Finding someone you genuinely enjoy coexisting with. Right. And like... Yeah. I and honestly, that is love. Yeah. I don't think it's that complicated, actually. But it's hard to find. Yeah. Right? Like, finding someone who... Whose lifestyle is like... It fits in well with yours. Yeah. And like, you fit in well with theirs. Or like, whatever. Like, you're willing to make the sacrifices to fit in with each other. Yeah. And also being like, physically attracted to them. Right. I feel like that is very, very hard. Mm. Also, having similar, like, values and, like, life goals. Right. I feel like those... So it's like three, a mesh of those three things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if someone hits a trifecta, then, then like, they're good for you. Yeah. Right. But that is already very, very hard to find. Because think about the people... Like, we might find some people attractive, right? Yeah. But then, like... Then they might have, like, a really shitty personality. Yeah. Right. Or like, it's like your colleagues, like you find them nice, but you're not attracted to them at all. Yeah. It's already very, very hard. And then add in like the values because everyone's been raised differently. Yeah. So it's like, so, oh, what? No, that car came so close. Right. But like, it's like so hard to find. That's true. You know, based on that, I actually, I thought of another question. Which was... Wait, he hit your car. Oh. That's fine. I have so many scratches on my car, it's fine. Okay. I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) Okay. A question that I... That it leads on to is... Then why does it... Why is it such a big deal to tell someone that you love them? Like, why is that such a big deal in the movies? Because, like... I don't know. Because we've made it so that... Oh, no, no, no. Because being vulnerable is scary. Right. Right. And then... Saying you love them is, like... Because if you define love as just hitting those trifecta, right? Right. And it's, like... They fit well in your life. It's okay. Yeah. Like, you're sexually attracted to them. Yeah. And you have the same values. I feel like you would know all of that stuff before you say, I love you. Right. Right. Like, if you have sex with them, yeah, you're obviously sexually attracted to them. If you spend all day with each other, you obviously fit well in each each other's lives. Yeah. If you, like, can hold a deep conversation, you obviously have the same values. Right. Wait, but you don't know if someone else thinks of you the same way. Right. You might think that you know they hit all three yeah but what if they don't think you hit all three but it's like if they like continually spend time with you if they continually have sex with you if they continually like engage in conversation with you 
and are like engaging meaningfully in the conversation isn't that like an indication that they also enjoy doing those things wait but you forget all the issues that people have commitment issues Mm. you know they they also could be doing it out of loneliness or desperation right right you forget that people use other people emotionally all the time then why would they not lie and just say i love you when they don't people do that all the time oh then then why is it still such a big deal if like people can lie about it and like it intrinsically so then it intrinsically doesn't really mean like why is it such a big deal yeah yeah because like it could be a big deal to the other person right it's like if someone lies and tells you that they, you love them, yeah, it's already it already means that it's meaningful enough to lie about, right? And like, okay, it's because we put so much power into this word, right? Right. Because we're saying like, we're basically saying like, I want you to be in my life, yeah. Like, do you want to be in my life, yeah? And then when you when the asker like, when you get asked, yeah, you're given the power because yeah. you're you then decide how to respond, right. right? But that's so it's a big deal because it's so scary. Because right. you have no control over how they would respond. Right. Like, there's so many factors in deciding whether to date someone or not. So it's almost like... So it's almost like asking them to be in a relationship with you is only the first step of cementing the relationship. And then confirming yeah. that you love each other. Yeah. Is where it's really at. Yeah, I mean, like, relationships can break up at any point, right? Yeah. Like, nowadays, there's, like, seeing each other at the start. I like don't understand okay, that. Yeah, like yeah. the whole thing. Okay. I don't know. Okay, oh. basically, it's just like you people are like very scared to commit, so they ease into it, right? But, right. but like when you're older, it makes sense when you're older, though. Yeah. Because like you, if you want to find someone to marry, yeah, you have to go very slowly. You have to be like, oh, like you know, getting to know each other, right? Right. So you're seeing each other, like first of all, seeing if you like, you know, the vibe is good, yeah, and then dating each other. And then, like, whatever comes next, right? Yeah. I think it makes sense. Like, getting to know someone should be, like, a nice and, like, slow process. I agree. Like, what were we talking about before? <laughs> like, saying I love you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, relationships are very gradual, like, build. Yeah. And, like, they fall apart at, like, any point, right? Yeah. They can fall apart. Yeah. It's just, like, if you, like, know get to know more about someone slowly and yeah. you find out you don't like like or they have like a huge flaw that you can't accept yeah then you know automatically you're like okay bye right, right. but that can happen at any time i think part of the problem is like you can only really get to know each other when you spend a lot of one-on-one time with them right right and i feel like i don't know i feel like to me i want to be able to do that without any romantic attachment involved at first bro that's just your attachment issues ah what do you mean like okay like it's like i feel like there's actually like there's a joy or there's enjoyment to be found in like getting to know someone slowly right right it's like those little steps like it's like you can like look back and be like wow i only knew this you this much back then yeah but now like i love you so much more yeah right but then I feel like what you're trying to do is, like, avoid being hurt by avoiding knowing mm. someone that deeply. You know what I mean? Like, if you never let someone in that much in your life, then you'll never be you'll never be able to 
be hurt that deeply. Yeah. Because, like, you never cared about them anyways. Yeah. I think that's very true. I think I'm very, very pain adverse yeah. to absolutely everything. That's, yeah. like, my main motivator. Yeah. Right? I think that's... That's always at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. And yeah. I can tell. Yeah. It's like how we were talking about the other day, right? Yeah. Like, you were like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go. And then I was, like, to this event. And yeah. I was like, you are living too much in your comfort zone. Yeah. It's like, what if you meet, like, good people there, right? Yeah. That's true. And I feel like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like you used to be a huge risk taker, like. Yeah. Like, very, like, impulsive, like, moved to Melbourne randomly yeah. straight out of high school. Yeah. But I feel like you did that for too long. Now you swung to the other end. Because you're sick of it. You're like, I want to just, like, keep my peace. That's so true. But, I don't know. I feel like there's a balance to be found. What do you think? I agree. I think there definitely is a balance. And once again, I think the reason why I swung so deeply to both sides is because before that, I was literally, like, not a human being. Like, before that, I had, like, no emotional capacity. I didn't even know what I was doing. Right. Like, I didn't develop any sort of emotional intelligence at all. Right. And I think, I agree, like, moving to Melbourne was actually quite tumultuous. Yeah. Like, I was crazy. Like, yeah. But I don't... Mm. It was a good thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think there was anything wrong with, like, swinging from side to side. Yeah. Because, like, you were, like, you, you are so young. Yeah. Like, isn't this the point? Is, this is, like, we're in the midst of growing up. Yeah. Like, this is the whole point. And, like, what our 20s are about or whatever but i think it's very hard for me to find a balance from this end because like it's like comfortable yeah because i like know what to fear now because back then i was just like yeah do whatever whatever go (laughs) and then it was like i didn't fear anything because i didn't know what was out there to fear and then now that i experienced like so much emotional distress and like i don't know like loneliness and all of that kind of stuff i like know what's out there right mm. so it's very hard for me to like put myself out there again and face all of these feelings again yeah because like i know what it's like now that's true but then like then why live if you don't want to feel dude exactly and then also you can't feel you can't experience positive emotions if you never experience negative ones right yeah because then there's no contrast and you can't even tell which is which right I, I like, completely, completely agree. Like, yeah. mentally, intelligently, I completely <laughs> agree. Like, I literally was thinking about this the other day, and this, like, brings me back to a whole my whole other issue that I have with procrastination, right? Where it's like, you are put on this earth to experience emotion. That is the whole point of being alive. At least to me. I've accepted that as a fact, right? Yeah. And, like, experiencing emotion, you have to experience, like, a whole range right it's like when you watch a movie you don't want to just see the end the whole reason you watch a movie is to see the beginning where everything was peaceful the climax when everything goes to shit and then at the end when everything is resolved there wouldn't be a movie there wouldn't be a story there wouldn't be any meaning if it was just one emotion happy like like nice excited the whole time right yeah so the whole point of you being alive and to experience stuff is to experience a whole range of emotions like i completely understand that but it's like it's so hard to like act on it or to apply that to everyday scenarios like not even in a romantic setting right Mm. even when i'm like when i'm like trying to do my work 
like I procrastinate because like fear of failure because I, I want to avoid stress yeah right and like not even though I know feeling those feelings is a good thing I still don't want to like subconsciously or even consciously like I just don't want to yeah you know too many thoughts too many thoughts literally but I don't I, and now I don't know if it's like a good move for me to just like randomly just throw myself out there to just be like mm, you have to be like ready yeah yeah like should I just like literally throw myself out there to like any like romantic situation oh like exactly right yeah so like what like what what is the balance then Hmm. I feel like, because I feel like if you just stay as you are, yeah. you'll never feel ready to date. Right. So I feel like it could be like, like I need someone to like literally lock up, knock my door and pester me consistently. <laughs> <laughs> like a stalker. No, you need to like, I feel like you need to like start out like very slow. Okay, wait, is your end goal to date? Or like, are you open to it? Like, I'm open intelligently. To- are you open to yeah, it? Yeah, intelligently, <laughs> I am very open to it. <laughs> intelligently, like intellectually, intellectually. like hypoth- no, hypothetically, oh, that's right, right, right. the word. Okay. Hypothetically, yes, I'm very open to it, and my goal of dating is self exploration. <gasps> I don't care if we break up. I wait. Want- that goes. That goes against your whole other point, which is like you're scared of pain. Then, right? Yeah. Then why not just date if it's all for self exploration? Because like, oh, this is hypothetically. Yeah, oh, like hypothetically, okay, okay. I want to do it right. Hypothetically, yeah. I want to grow as a person. Yeah, I want to be grown as a person. Right. But like, I know it's gonna be painful. Right. Like, I know it's gonna be difficult. Okay. So I don't want to do it. And also, there's another thing involved, which okay. is like I feel maybe it's the same thing. I feel very vulnerable when I express that I like someone. Yeah. So like, I hate flirting. Wait, but flirting isn't actually expressing that you like someone. Isn't it like... Then what is it? Expressing that you find them physically attractive. Oh, that's even more embarrassing. That's also embarrassing. Okay. And mm. also, what is flirting? <laughs> like, how do you tell if someone's flirting or not? Well, I... Oh. Uh... You can tell that they're giving you more attention than they would to other people but what if they just like that like to only you no what if they're just like that in general like, oh if they're just like that in general then you just assume that they're not flirting no but like, how do you know that they're not just like that in i mean general? you just observe them right and see what they're like with other people that's already like too much attention taken up <laughs> wait but nobody really flirts i feel like especially what? with dating apps you just like <laughs> you okay. just be like hello um, and then you make some shitty small talk and then you're like, okay, want to grab a coffee or something. Dude, dating apps, I feel like is never going to work for me. Okay. Like, but then just like, that premise. I feel like I need to meet someone naturally. Like, right. In a natural environment. And I feel like that, in that case, I feel like flirting is a big thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What is a natural environment? Like in real life. Like where? Literally anywhere. Like walking down the street. Okay, well, are you going to go up to someone? No. <laughs> okay, well, I don't think it's possible. Because today's men, like, nobody does that. 
yeah, that is right. Like, nobody does it. Like, I don't if know they the, do, they're all creeps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the problem is the creeps. They've made it so that normal people can't do it. Because otherwise, they'll be seen as a creep. Oh, yeah. Okay, then, like... Then in, like, a, a social situation, then. Or, like, a club or something. Yeah. But then again, it's... Not, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> creeps. <laughs> no, and also, I'm not going to go out there and join a club. Yeah. And I'm not, like, hanging out with people to find a partner. Yeah. I'm hanging out with people to, like, hang out with people. Yeah. And I feel like the easiest way to meet a super huge range of people is on dating apps. Because your goal is for self-exploration, right? Yeah. Then the more the more people, the better, right? Well, the, the weirder people, the better, right? <laughs> Ew. And also... So why would I want to do that to myself? <laughs> but it's so low effort. Oh, my gosh. It's high effort for me. I think... Okay, like, when I used to use dating apps, right? Yeah. It was like... I don't know. I was just so fucking scared. Hmm... But I don't know of what. But that's because I you... think I'm scared of awkwardness. Yeah. 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 Right. What were you saying before? But that's because you haven't been exposed to it enough, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Look, everything is scary at first, right? Oh my gosh, does it really all boil down to everything's scary Bro, at first? Bro, honestly, everything is scary at first. Everything is scary at first. Like, first time I had sex, I was like, ah! Yeah, but after that, it was just like, oh... Wait, it's literally, like, just mating. Like, Ugh. it's not a big deal, right? Yeah. And, like, first time I met someone off a dating app, I was like, ah! But, I don't know, it's fine. They're just a person, right? Unless it's, like, a fucking psycho. But they're just a person. Ugh, but I literally hate awkward scenarios so much. Even in, like, non-romantic situations. Yeah. Which is why, like, like we talked about before, I have, like, trouble... Interacting with people at work because it's always a baseline level. Like, of why are you scared of awkwardness? I just fucking hate awkwardness. I don't know why. Why? Because it's it's awkward. Like the the, the definition. We just of make the it word. not awkward then. How? I don't know. Say something. Say something funny, <laughs> you little jester. <laughs> but then that's gonna be even more awkward. I think my entire life I've been scared of awkwardness. Bro, why are you scared of awkwardness? You've always been awkward. <laughs> but I've made it like okay when I'm awkward yeah. it's like funny and that's yeah. I've I've accepted that like I've embraced that yeah, I can yeah, accept yeah. that right okay. so like in those situations I'm like yeah whatever I'm like awkward and funny so, so it's funny right but in situations where it's just awkward I'm like ugh ugh okay but wait what if you just think it's funny if it's awkward <laughs> like what's the difference like both are awkward scenarios that's so true like why don't you just think of it as funny you're like hee hee that's so true like what's stopping you if anything that's so true because awkward stuff is always funny if I retell it it's always funny yeah yeah exactly so maybe I just need to like give less levity to these situations you give more levity no less levity oh what does levity mean like isn't that, I thought importance. levity was lightness oh, oh. I think levity is the measurement of important and lightness. But I think when you say give less levity, it means, like, take things lightly. Oh. Right? 
Wait, no, 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 no. The a synonym is lightheartedness. Oh, no. So I think what. it's give it more levity. Okay, yeah, give it more levity then. Like take it more lightly then. Yeah. Okay. That and makes then sense. if it's just awkward, then ha ha tee hee, it's funny. <laughs> okay, you can do it. Anyways, moving on to my next questions. Wow, we're smashing this timeline. We're smashing. Yo, we're on a roll. Oh my gosh. We've we've actually we've actually gotten like through almost all of them. Oh what? How? Like just like, unknowingly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had another question that I thought of before. Oh. Like, why do people in romantic relationships fight so much, and why don't you fight with your friends? I've never fought with my friend. Okay, well, like, maybe once or we, twice. No, we have disagreements. Okay, yeah. if you fight as friends, you're fundamentally incompatible. Okay. Right. Because, like... Okay, wait, no. I feel like, okay, if you fight as friends, you are in- incompatible in some ways. Because otherwise you would just talk it out, right? Yeah. Or, like, it would just be a disagreement. It wouldn't be, like, a whole fight. Yeah. Or we were immature. And because of our immaturity, we were incompatible. But the thing is, you know how, like, we have that pressure to be stuck with one person? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time, we find the wrong person. Right. Or, like, they don't... There's something that's not, like... No, 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 okay. No, that's not the reason. We... Because we spend so much time around this person. Right. Like, we expose our whole selves to that person, right? Right. Like, our whole life is, like, intertwined with that person. Right. That means there's bound to be areas of conflict. Right. Because we're friends. Like, we aren't completely involved in each other's lives, right? Yeah. It's like, we have other friends. We do other things, right? Yeah. And that's why. I feel like it's the complete, like, the exposure. Because I feel like, like you said before, if you, if you spend enough time with friends, you start to get pissed off by things that do, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's the same case here. Right, but because you only have that one person and you're expected to spend time with them all the time. Exactly. These things build up and then you fight. Exactly. Right. That's yeah. true. Because it's not like you're like combining finances with a friend or like buying a house with a friend. Yeah. Like under normal situations. And you're not really spending... If you are, if you do get sick with a friend, you can just not see them for a while. Yeah, exactly. And it's that's normal. Exactly. Right. Maybe we are too dependent on our romantic partners. So. I feel like that is a big problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because there was a, another study done, but... Oh, TikTok uh, again. No, not TikTok. <laughs> that women who are single will have, like, a much stronger, like, social network. Yeah. Which makes sense, because, like, I don't know, less of your time is occupied by your partner. Yeah. Yeah. And then married women have, like, the least. Mm. That's because, like, men are useless and they depend on their wives for yeah. literally everything. That was actually part of the study. Oh, my God. <laughs> that uh, women tend to take on a lot more of the emotional burden. Right. And also, like, a larger percentage of the chores. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, I mean, that's a generalization. And it's probably done on, like, purely American white families or whatever. True. So we'll never know. <sighs> Yeah. <gasps> Another study for you. <laughs> there was a study done. Okay. People have two ways of viewing relationships. Mm-hmm. One type is like the soulmate 
view. Like, mm. they think that there's one person who is destined for them, who's perfect for them. You're, like, perfect together as soon as you meet each other, right? Okay. No work to be done. But if they find out there's some flaws in the other person, then they will leave immediately because they're like, right. oh, it's not meant to be. Because they're not perfect. Yeah, yeah. They're not soulmates. It's not yeah. meant to be. Right? Yeah. And then there's the other view, which is relationships are meant to be worked towards. Right. Like, building the perfect relationship takes time and effort. Right. Right. And that type of relationship tends to last, last much longer. Right. Right. That because then sense. you're willing to put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. On the flip side, I think it's a common problem with young women that they believe that they can fix the man right. or like change the man if they're not being treated right yeah. or treated well right. But I don't know. I feel like that's like a trap yeah. that we've been taught. Yeah. What have we been taught by? I'm trying to think. But I feel like I see it a lot, right? Yeah. But it's just because we're, I think, in general, we're so much more forgiving on men. Mm. compared to women for like their mistakes right right it's like johnny depp bro like dudes had three divorces i i honestly don't know what's happening with the whole johnny depp thing. yeah basically johnny depp is a piece of shit right dude what like the last time i heard about this everyone hated ever heard and everyone loved johnny yeah but like they actually released like the, I don't know what it's called, like, the files for the case, right? Uh, and Johnny Depp was, like, trying to use, like, Amber Heard's nudes as, like, uh, to, like, shame her in the court or whatever, right? Yeah. Try to submit it as evidence for some right. random shit. But it was rejected. Yeah. And it was just, like, overall, he's just a really shitty person. Right. But everyone took Johnny Depp's side because... He's a man. Yeah. And, like, we're a lot more forgiving on men who do, right. like... Yeah. Like, women aren't allowed to be, like immoral you know otherwise that's so true like in in like even like media perceptions right like if, if a man like talks over someone in like like a meeting room at work they're seen as assertive yeah and, like, yeah, yeah whatever like a go-getter yeah, yeah but yeah. if a woman does it she's like bossy and annoying yeah it's just yeah like obnoxious or whatever yeah fair enough yeah Okay, let's wrap this up with one final question. Okay. What is your end goal for dating and relationships? <sighs> oh my god, personal anecdote. Okay. Recently, because I hopped back on Hinge, like, maybe, like, a week or two ago. Okay. Recently, this dude was like, oh, like, oh, after a few d days of messaging, he was like, oh, like, um, I'm, I gotta be honest here. I'm yeah. only looking for something casual and short term. Yeah. Right, and then in the past, I actually went for a lot of those kinds of relationships. Right. Or, like, whatever, flings. And yeah. then, or I would have been the one to be like, oh, yeah, I only want something casual yeah. to the other person. But this time, because I am healed and evolved, yeah. I said in response, I was like, wow, thanks for being so straightforward. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I'm only looking for something serious. Yeah. Yeah, and then it ended really amicably and everything. We yeah. were just like, stop talking, right? Yeah. Because different end goals. And I don't know. I was just like, wow. I think, I don't know. I was so like happy with myself. Yeah. Because I feel like in the past, I would have agreed because I never really knew what I wanted. Yeah. And I thought that like hooking, hooking up with people and like dating around was like what I actually wanted. Yeah. But I feel like 
I've done that before and it's too draining. Yeah. So now my end goal is just finding someone that I genuinely like yeah. and am compatible with. And yeah, just for something like stable and long term. Mm. Like marriage? Moving out, moving mm. in together? I don't know about marriage, but like. <laughs> marriage is icky. Long term and see how it goes. Dating right. someone long term. Long term. And then see how it goes. Right. And is that for like. For like emotional self growth like me, or is it like. Like just to have someone? I think partially is emotional self-growth. Right. Because I was also thinking about this recently. I, after my last breakup in like January, February. Yeah. I was so pain avoidant. Yeah. I could not handle like dating someone seriously because like I did not want to be vulnerable with anyone ever again. Right. Because I was like, I fucking hate this shit. Like, because it it hurt so much to be broken up. Well, like to break up with someone. Right. Yeah. And like, just to like, combine your life with someone yeah. and then suddenly they're just a random person to you again right yeah yeah so i spent like a couple of months just being like never want to date again it's yeah. horrible yeah <sighs> yeah wait what was the question again uh like is it for self-growth oh like finding a long-term partner yeah but then i also through that last relationship it was good because i realized that i have so many issues with myself regarding yeah. like relationships in relationships right i have a lot of issues like right. a lot of attachment issues and like self-worth issues right that impact me and my partner right right so recently i've been thinking about it and i think you can only grow in a relationship right. because otherwise you would never be exposed to that kind of situation right yeah like the same situations you would be if you yeah. were in a relationship yeah and like if you're not in a relationship, you're honestly just trying to avoid the pain of it all, right? right? Like, you do need to be out of relationships for some time to, like, heal, right? Yeah. And just to be content with yourself again. Yeah. Right. But, like, if you avoid it forever, like... Yeah. Like, you need to experience being in a relationship in order to grow in exactly. that aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Anyway, what are your goals for the future? In regards to everything we've talked about. Like I said before, I think my pain adverse, like, tendencies is far deep-rooted, way under, like, relationships. It's, like, it pervades, pervades, like, it permeates every aspect of my life. So I think that is something that I would like to address like real romantically or otherwise yeah. and i think by addressing that i'll be more able to enter relationships and to grow in that aspect as well mm. i think that's my goal okay 2023 goals 20 holy shit it's 2023 oh god oh anyways that concludes our podcast episode today i hope you guys enjoyed Thanks you, Catherine, for being on this podcast mm. and sharing your thoughts. Thanks for having me. No worries. We should just date. Uh, rejected. Ah! <laughs> See you all next time. Okay, very excited. <laughs>